lit, you vloggers and streamers. My name is Daniel, but everyone calls me George, and this is my co-host, Mike. Uh, but you can call him Mike Zuckerberg. How's Ooh, it going, Mike? Mike Zuckerberg. Oh, wow. I like that. It's right. like I'm related to the, the prime wealth. The, oh, the prime wealth. Not yeah. even just the wealth, the just wealth. prime. Yeah. Well, Mark Zuckerberg must be, like, crazy rich, though, actually. That makes a lot of sense. Absolutely. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's wealth is uh, 1.116 billion U.S. dollars. Holy shit! What's Mike, up? what would you do with 116 billion U.S. dollars? You know what I would do with, with that kind of money? I'd sell your information too. <laughs> 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 that's probably how you got there, right? Well, that's true. That's true. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know for 116 billion dollars. It's, you know, I think in this world, almost everybody has a price. I, you know, I don't place money <laughs> as the highest and most important end-all, be-all. But even still, $116 billion, that might even trump my own belief. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, so you can offer probably a million dollars and people will just jump off a bridge. Each person, a million bucks. To jump, because that chance that well, they actually do survive, they get a million dollars. Well, some people kill themselves for free if... Well, it's not about the chance of survival. It's about, let's say, I end my life. Let's say, whatever, if I valued a million dollars at that high price, I end my life, but then my family gets to live. You know what I mean? Oh, that's fascinating. You really are proposing. I mean, this is something that was done in, uh, like, the Purge movies, was that people would sacrifice themselves, but then sacrifice them to, like, other people during the Purge to kill them. Yeah, it's almost like an insurance company for, like, whatever insurance payout you die your family receives money but like if it's something like like i'll look into it if someone offered me like 30 million dollars to jump off a bridge oh so you're saying for like like as in a life insurance policy the idea that you are granting your family that amount of money i mean yeah it'll create a legacy like your family now becomes something true you have given your family a leg up oh yeah. you're not wrong yeah like if, if I were to just exist, I don't think I would amount to 30 million. Very low chances, maybe I will. I don't, who the fuck knows, right? Maybe this podcast goes viral, and there you go, Mike, 30 fucking million, and then I start selling your information. But until then... <laughs> well, maybe that's what uh, that's what billionaires should start doing with old people. Uh, what do you mean? Well, you know, clearly billionaires value money, but old people just take up money. You know, unless unless they're being scammed or unless they're, you know, they are, unless old people do actually generate a lot of revenue for billionaires, there is the idea of a payout to their family. Imagine that. Offer up, an old person offers them themselves up, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, squid game style. Uh, <laughs> God damn, as bad as it says. I, like, the Squid Game fucking concept is definitely going on somewhere, but I'm not totally against the whole ideology. It's pretty yeah. fucked up. It's pretty fucked up, but like... Well, if you believe in capitalism to the point of the nth degree, that is what it is. That is the nth degree of, of capitalism for, for Squid Games. Is oh, yeah. People choosing at a certain point that they place their own safety above that they place money above their own safety is what I mean to say. They, yeah, their own life, pretty much. Well, exactly. We yeah. saw them, you know, you see the characters, whatever, they're like, a bunch of them are gamblers, a bunch of them have committed crimes and whatever. They need that money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's get killed on the outside world or get killed inside that world. It, it's just I a mean, quicker death inside. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you want to spend your life on the run or, like, spend your life paying off the debt and then having some for your family? So, like, obviously your family at this point thinks you're a fuck-up. They're not valuing you anyway. So, like, you're just stuck in between this this can. And you just you got to get out. It's one way or the other. So you're that's what I'm saying. Waste that's... your life or you fucking have a chance at something great. That's it. We should just start offering people a billion dollars. Like, a million is just not enough for me. Like, a million dollars in Canada. You can't even buy a house. You still have a mortgage. What are you going to pay your mortgage off with? Well, in Toronto. Okay. If you're talking about Toronto and the GTA or, or um, what? Yeah, okay, you're going to buy a C. fucking house in Bradford for 800000 <laughs> you need a car. There's lots of places. I'm just, telling you this. There's lots of places in Canada, even in the U.S., where you can get 
a good house for a million dollars. Yeah, you also completely understand. You should yes. definitely move there. Everybody should. But well, I would I would disagree with that, but of okay, course. You yeah, live here? Yes, of course. Nah, you know no this. way. No way. No way. Oh, we live in Toronto, Canada, by the way. Honestly, it is beautiful. Cold. I Outside. can look. At, it's cold okay. right what? now. I, I must know. admit, yes. Cold and dark. <laughs> so if you like to live in a fucking cave, pretty much, we, yeah, we got like, it. Like at the end of this podcast at 4 p.m. or like 4:35 p.m., it'll be dark. Yeah, I know. I know. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> this is what I fear. This is the shit that I fear. <laughs> we start we start getting bright at 12 o'clock and we end it at 4 they say fuck it cut the lights out well talking about our home uh we should probably also talk about uh one of our best sponsors uh angeloni custom guitars Absolutely. uh <laughs> look we um our sponsor angeloni custom guitars is is created by Gianluca angeloni uh i mean you know him you love oh, him yeah. he's guy. mastered yeah great, uh, no, great guy Right, carves those fucking guitars like a fucking mastermind. The way he works. Because he's mastered rocket propulsion, he's mastered high velocity propellers, and and his journey through uh, creating these quality, crafted guitars. This man can't be stopped. He can't be stopped. No way. I, I, you know what? If any, if any padre is going to uh, make it big, it's probably going to be. It's Angeloni guitars. It's Angeloni guitars. Easy. Angeloni Guitars, uh, check them out. Uh, Instagram, uh, Angeloni Guitars, or uh, shoot them a question, shoot them an email at angeloniguitars at gmail.com. A N G E L O N I guitars at gmail.com. Um, all right, well, getting the ad break out of the way, right? Of course. Yeah. Today, Mike, our topic, our theme, everything we're going to talk about. Uh, social media, does it help us? Uh, who owns what? What owns you, Mike? Okay, okay. Social media this is a very, very big topic. Um, and it's owned by corporations, essentially, because if they can sit there and censor whatever you say, you don't really have a say anymore. And it's going to negatively impact the world. Um, saying that, it's not a negative thing. It could be a positive thing. If it wasn't censored, I, I'm totally against the censorship. It's not right. People need to say what they need to say. They can publish the facts that they they want to, you know, put up. It's not going to just be one way facts. Like if you're if you're censoring one side, you're only hearing one side. That is true. I I oh yes, I see your point. This is um, definitely one of the ideas coming through. In recent times that conservatism has taken a fall because of the widespread use of liberal ideas in uh, social media usage in the world today now I understand the need for conservatism uh, there are times you need to conserve not only your economy you need to conserve some things about you know policies within your country within a government that's totally understandable I do approach things from a more liberally minded uh, headspace. And upon doing that, I definitely understand the liberal idea that people should be allowed to express the way they feel, the way that people should be able to consider each space a safe place for all that. But that's where it comes into contradiction is by wanting to create these places where people can say something it becomes a question of if they should say something because they may not they're you're becoming vulnerable by doing that you're allowing yourself to then receive alternate ideas back that is a good thing yeah unless it's a negative thing it could be a negative thing but the the web was opened up the internet was opened up to hear both sides no matter what it's basically a place where you can go and blog any idea any information if it's bad or good should be on i mean it can negatively impact situations but in the end of the day you got to hear both sides we all have the same goal in the end of the day liberal or conservative that's all bullshit we all have like the same goal like like a, you can ask somebody do you want to live a good life 
they'll tell you yes. The conservative or liberal, they'll yeah, tell you yes. That one's very true. What our idea is towards a good life could be very different, but we have the same end goals. We just want to live a good life. Like, plain and simple. Well, we do want it to be more kind of democratic in that way, right? We want the internet to maintain, to continue to be a place where people can truly keep themselves open, open-minded, and be able to see things. I, you know what? I do agree with you that you should be able to say anything on social media because at the end of the day, it then shows where you stand. But that's another issue with the saying anything you want. Out in public, if I go on the street right now, you know, and I say something about, you know, any group, any ethnic group, any large grouping of people, any communities, then of course people are going to know me. They're going to know my face. They're going to take pictures of me. They're going to take videos of me. They're going to know that I'm shit talking that community or group or whatever. Where this comes into an issue though is with social media and its ability for people to then put on a mask to not be seen as who they are. So people go online, they'll publish their idea, yes. whatever, uh, throw their idea out there. And if they get negative feedback from that idea, then most people that look at the situation are going to be like that those people are wrong. Like if it's just a bad idea in general, you're going to get back you're going to get bashed that on it. Yes, it's true. You're going to get bashed, but what happens when you have somebody saying something that is an outright lie? And we can both agree on an outright lie, maybe, you know, just like we said, an outright lie that everybody can agree on is a lie. But for some reason, that person gains traction. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be some people that out there that, that have the same view as him come out and say, hey, um, you know what, we think this guy's right. And if it's 20% of the people, then those 20% of the people are facing the 80%. And if that idea sounds right, and it's probably like true or has some truth behind it, you can gain 80% and it could be 80-20. And then you gain traction, but you're gaining traction because you have some sort of, you have some sort of proof or evidence or something backing up your situation. So it's not a bad thing. What if, what if what we were taught was wrong and this person that gained traction was right, but he gained traction for some reason. It doesn't just come out of nowhere. Yes, but this is also the reason why we sometimes go backwards. Look, we have accrued information throughout the millennia of existing on this planet. Yet every once in a while, the information that we have, the information that we gather, needs to be either too much or starts to be contextualized in different ways. So, too much, you have something like, what, the burning of the library at Alexandria, that every history student cries over. There was this wealth of information in Alexandria, Egypt, and just tons of books were in that place, or texts, I should say. Tons of texts, but it burnt down. We lost information from so many different places. And every once in a while, we, we find some new text. We find some new stories of old, some new ideas that we haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, I mean, they've had great ideas in the past, like overriding ideas. Like, I mean, ideas that like could change today's world. But sometimes we take those ideas and we run with them, like democracy, like republics and stuff like that. Or we take or we forget significant information and suddenly either people like the person you're talking about from the 20%, you know, once again comes out with that information, or that lie suddenly moves to destroy a bunch of information that we know and we know to be true and we've used for so long only for us not to use it anymore. It doesn't matter. The internet could be full of lies and it could be full of truths. What you choose to believe is on you. The internet should be just a neutral source that people can debate over because we need debates in the end of the day. Okay, that's true, that's true, that's true, but let me interrupt you there. You, we, we, yes, I agree, because the internet, I don't think, can ever truly be policed. But we are talking about social media sites. Now, social media sites are owned by companies, as you said. Yeah. 
So, due to the fact that these are private businesses, then, or I guess maybe some of them are publicly owned. My yeah, apologies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But majority of the public owners or the private owners agree that they don't want to allow certain people to talk. Now, these are the like when we talk about social media, we, there are so many applications that could be used. But I think when you and I are talking about it, we start to think of you know the giants: yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram yeah. Twitter, Twitter, all of those, right? So, are you saying that a business? cannot choose who uses their product a business cannot choose okay no because that's discriminating that's like you can't choose who chooses your that's like saying if you're white or black you can only buy this certain product if you're white that's come on no no it's true i hey you you do offer a very interesting uh, pitch back that is that perhaps by by and large, the idea of a business choosing to not serve someone could begin the dimensions of, uh, well, we saw it years ago in um, Mike Pence's home state before he was vice president. Um, there was a bakery that did not want to serve gay people, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. That's completely wrong. Yeah. So I see your point. There could be the idea that you begin by not allowing certain people to use your social media site, that, that there, there is grounds for that. But by and large, that argument, businesses then don't get a certain say as to what's going on there. So are you saying that businesses should just be allowed to serve absolutely everyone? Absolutely. You're going on the site to put your point of view or whatever, your your profile. This is you, right? So you've created a profile that comes out of everything you say and do comes out of your profile. You're creating that profile on a neutral space. All they their only job is to create that neutral space for you. That's it. Like Facebook, you create a neutral space. You don't take out some people because of their their certain beliefs or ways or, or views because again, that's discriminating. I'm just wondering who who then gets to regulate that? Who gets to make sure that the social media sites are being... There should be no regulation. You should be able to say whatever you want, whenever you want. And you should not have... You should not even... <laughs> even if you go to trial on some whatever murder trial or some whatever case, you should not be able to pull up your social media platform and use it against somebody because I can be a different person on the internet than I am in, in, in real life. I can express my ways and my beliefs on the internet, but they might be different from my way of life. Okay, one sec. You've stepped into a very, a, a new territory for this discussion. The idea that someone going into court cannot yeah. have their social media data used against them. Used against or for. And so it's not not as admissible as evidence. Okay, so their social media usage cannot be admissible as evidence um, for or against them. That being said, that being said, it's it's a very dangerous precedent because you are now also giving grounds for somebody to potentially use the site to rally a cause the way ISIS does. Okay. So ISIS, uh, famously, uh, in one of the negatives of social media sites is that, you know, they do allow certain people to spread, not only kind of spread their message, but in a way organize people and uh, get people to join them through these social media sites. ISIS has famously been doing it for the past... Many okay, years. but as long as we're censored, ISIS doesn't get a word in it. Now, I'm not saying ISIS is right for what they're doing, but I'm saying that ISIS can't... They can't tell you why they're doing what they're doing because they're being censored. Maybe, maybe like, like someone comes in, right? Takes everything in your home, right? And now you're upset about it. You can't tell people that this guy came in my home and took them. All you can do 
is rally up people and people don't know why you're rallying up people so they're assuming that you're wrong does that make sense i think so. you just can't explain your side of the story okay okay so okay we don't know why isis is doing what isis is doing we don't even know like there's theories out there that america is funding isis right could that be true possibly I, i can see it funding isis yeah terrorist group i i well yes america does fund terrorists or extremist groups i do not believe i do not believe they are funding isis but at some point in uh the the past of the founders of isis or or those who helped to join the group i am sure that they worked with the al-qaeda who or once you know, some of their leaders were funded, the Mujahideen, who were funded by America. So, yeah, some of these extremist groups, these are people, so they could leave with the wealth that they gained from helping the Americans to go build up something like ISIS. So I could totally see America's wealth at some point funding the past of ISIS. I, don't, I highly doubt that they're funding the current iteration of it. Yeah, but we'll never know. Okay, you're very correct. You, you are proposing a very Kafka-esque situation. Franz Kafka's idea that uh, there's just too much of a bureaucracy in place you know there are too many layers within not only government but business to then create this situation where you are lost in you are lost in the grand puzzle being designed once you create one-sided like so like let's say i'm a big corporation i don't i don't want something to come out yeah right I can then go to Facebook and be like, hey, if I give you whatever X amount of money, you can censorship everything that says something about this situation. Yes. Right? Now, if this situation is like basically being blocked and not talked about. Yeah. And it's, it becomes a one-sided win, even if that corporation is doing evil. So my whole basis on it is this should be a neutral point. No matter what's said, whatever, like people have to understand that when you're going online yeah this is your duty whether you want to believe what you read or not believe what you read but it's out there so okay, like but we'll, you can't say that i didn't know because it's out there but that being said okay so from your argument though you're you're looking at complete transparency so like you said a corporation cannot um do that cannot censor everything all information about them so that they stay positive but then still shouldn't Shouldn't there be transparency in the people going on social media? So as individuals, like not corporations, as individuals, you're just going to go online. Individuals and and corporations, but if you are granted the ability to say whatever you want, Mm -hmm. you have to, um, you have to be transparent in who you are. You are you when you go on. No, no, no. We're totally different people. When I speak online, I speak about things also like whatever uh subjects but there are things that i would never go out and say in public because you can't some people will view you in a different way you can't go to your work and say whatever i'm against things like i'm just using this as an example lgbt community or something like that or you're against the vlm but you can state your argument online it's more of uh, a lighter way to address your the situation because of either whatever argument that you have towards it. Okay, I see where you're coming from. Um, the idea that you do have this complete non judgmental place where you can go and say what you'd like to say, and that's that. Yeah. The thing is that this could very easily turn antagonistic. Yeah, but if it's one-sided, it's already antagonistic. It's already just basically leveled everybody's head on the same ideology. So everybody believes in the same thing because you don't have a choice. Yeah, the social media site has a choice. Now, once again, so, okay, so... Now, the idea that these social media sites, if we were to create this perfect world for you, they cannot tell, they cannot censor people nor ban people, I imagine. Yeah. Banning is, that's not even, that's out of the question. It should never happen. Now, keep in mind that 
once again, people can say whatever they want. Yeah, like uh, whatever. I want to rally a community and go attack a, a corporation like Rogers or something. I'm gonna say, everybody, don't pay your phone bill for for four months until Rogers says everybody's plan is seventy five percent off. It can work against corporations in such a big level that I think people would actually start working together because we all have the same goals in the end rather than fighting each other. I think that if you let the social media play out as a neutral platform for everybody to just say what they want to say, I think it would do more good than it would do bad. I think corporations are scared of that. Well, you bring up a very fascinating uh, idea because there is, of course, 4chan. And uh, 4chan has done hilariously terrible things while at the same time hilariously amazing things. Yeah, yeah. you can never have good without the bad. You got to have both. It's, it's just a mixture, and that's, that's the part of it. But I, that mixture is just worse for corporations. It's not worse for people to have good and bad. Fair enough. Well, I mean, social media does allow that connection to others, uh, whether it be politics or changes or news, uh, any of those things. It does provide us with the space to learn at an incredibly quick rate. Um, the, perhaps one of the things though is that social media sites also allow and this would push forward your uh, this would happen definitely in your idealized version of social media it allows people to create echo chambers spaces where yes people can feel like they're correct but then also be not need to face any criticism about it they can just go to create a community or group online where they are continuously told that they're correct now if you're saying you have to take the good with the bad because there is always good and bad then that also means that for every grouping you know with an opinion online there is the other side to it there is the idea that you know you are wrong See, when you say when you say grouping, yes. Even grouping towards a bad idea, yes. It's still grouping. It okay? is. When you once yes. you get to grouping and other big groups join other big groups, then it creates one big group. That's what that's the greatest fear of corporations. Group if people group together, you could be deadly. In mass numbers, we could be deadly. And whether it's for the good or the bad, in the end, <laughs> in the end of the day, let's say the bad overcomes, and now there's just a huge ninety percent group of bad people. They still want to live a good life, and they will attack the corporations in the end. I'm telling you, corporations will be in mass danger. I mean, this is why it's actually really funny. I, I, like I said, I have very liberal ideas. Um, Mike, you have at times very conservative ideas. But at the end of the day, we are still both incredibly anti-corporatist. I mean, we can't escape it. It's in our lives. I mean, I could go out and live in the cave. The problem uh, is that if you want to attack a corporation, you got to attack a corporation in numbers. You cannot attack a corporation if I'm here alone saying I'm not going to pay my bill. But then George here is going to pay his bill. They're just going to take me collections and I just suffer. But that being said, that being said, someone could easily go online and just as much as you are creating a community saying that you are, you know, that you are against these corporations, like let's say Rogers or, or, you know, whatever, Verizon, any telecommunication company. Well, all of a sudden someone says, no, 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 this guy pays his bills. And a lot of people start saying it. No, no, no. This guy's like been cheating you the whole time. People telling lies about you on that social media site. Yes, absolutely. But at the end of the day, as a person, as a neutral person going online, you read these two arguments. The one thing everybody asks themselves is, is, what do I have to gain from joining this guy's community? What do I have to gain from joining that guy's community? And if I have more to gain on one side, either or, maybe, hey, if I pay my bill, my credit score will be good. And I don't believe in this side, the other side, because the other side looks like they're going to lose. And if they do, then... 
pretty much they're fucked that side's fucked and and we're not so i i I get that there will be people on the opposing side there always will be that are maybe scared of the corporation and say oh like there's there's not going to be enough people they're not going to gather enough people but that's fair too like uh, even on their side if, if someone wants to believe that it's fair in my eyes it's wrong but it's fair uh, yeah, I mean, we were we all believe in choice, right? So it's like more democratic. So I, I want a choice. Yes, that is true. But even within a democracy, there's a power that regulates everything to make sure that everything is going fine. Because guess what? On top of all of you know any ideas coming out, there's going to be ideas that we are significantly not okay with. Yeah, every idea that tries to protect you gives you less freedom. And it's only protecting you because it's hurting somebody's pocket. It was never about you. It was never about me. But you're proposing a a challenge to security. Yes. I'll, I, for the sake of I freedom. would always challenge security. I never once supported security over decision. Like, I, I would rather not feel safe and have my rights. Now, on top of all of this, you know, your ideal social media site, of course, is that people can say anything, no ban, no censorship. But we know social media sites to collect data on people. Yeah. So if you're granting this carte blanche for people to say whatever the fuck they want, right, then shouldn't the social media site also, as a business, have ownership of that data? have ownership of the data yes but they sell this data right they do okay they now have the right to sell the data because once you once you made your application you basically give them the right so they do it anyway like yeah, they, yeah, they sell yeah. the data anyway it doesn't matter whether you agree with it or not oh i know but i'm just saying that by them selling the data they are also selling everything that you're saying like these uh, people might not realize that ever, like these significant things that they're saying will now be tailored to by businesses well now there will be businesses out there that will start to oh i realize what i did anyways there'll be businesses out there that will be tailored to um those ideas, those groupings, the things like that, that could potentially start to become dangerous as well. Yeah, absolutely. Could be. I, I see your point of view. But... but what? See, you're talking about things that might benefit you, but there's also things that could completely go against you. Yeah, there's there's the good and the bad. The yin and the yang. There's the yin and the yang, yes. The yin and the yang. Is it yin? Yin. Oh, yin. Oh. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to throw in some social media information your way. Some random trivia. So there's 7.9 billion people on the planet, Mike. Okay. How many of those people do you think use social media? 7 billion? There's 7.9 billion. You think 7 billion? Yeah. I would use it. Well, almost. There's uh, actually a little bit less. 4.5 billion. Okay, that's not a little bit less. That's a lot less. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they just don't have access to it, the rest of them. That's exactly it. Yeah. If you have access to it, you're using it. Yeah. It's like 53 to 55% of the population uses it. Uh, the, the biggest, uh, what do you think are the three biggest places that social media is used? Platforms? Like? Or, no. or you mean like countries, like countries, countries? Oh, countries. Okay, so like America, Canada is like everybody. Okay. Um, I'd say like Russia. Okay. I mean, North Korea has their own fucking platform. <laughs> <laughs> Kim book. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Like North America, Russia. Let's give, let's give it China. They have a lot of business online. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So, yep. Uh, Canada, America, huge. So North America, a lot of Europe, uh, majority of Europe, 
So any almost any European country, and then Asian countries as well. Those are the three continents, and then all the countries within them have significant usage of social media. Uh, Philippines, Indonesia, in Asia are two as well that people just have massive presence on. Um, I mean, there's so much usage going on with social media and yet we still can't solve our problems we still have so many problems on the earth why can't we solve these all when more than half the population is connected okay life ain't meant for you to solve the problems because you always have problems corporations make money because you have problems they don't make money off somebody who doesn't have problems you wake up on a beach you're fucking swinging on your hammock. You have no issues. You don't have to run to the social media and say, hey, can you solve this problem? A platform opens up so you can save time. Social media, like things like that, even like, like um, what is it? The one where you FaceTime each other. You can do it on WhatsApp, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You FaceTime somebody. You couldn't get in contact or you want to see what they're doing at that time. They give you instant, you know, they solve your issue. Yeah. Whatever it may be, there's a lot of, problems out there that are just solved by corporations okay I mean yeah I, I guess they create the problem give you the solution sell you the solution sell you the solution that's it create the problem and sell you the solution uh, that could be just the case with the type of manipulation of ads that goes on of course um, you know there are there is uh, a, a relation of heavy social media usage to the create to um, increased depression and anxiety amongst people which then you know there could be advertisements or there there's the idea that social media can yeah, yeah. sell you back decrease depression and anxiety by being online well that's the way it works so, so so social media will sell you that you don't look good enough you don't you're not rich enough yeah. You're, you don't have this or you don't have that then and, and they're they're connected with pharma big pharma which that they have a big connection to they'll sell you that you're not you're not happy and then you go there depressed and then they'll give you an antidepressant they'll sell you the antidepressant it's it just works that way they just give you problems yeah well you can just take magic mushrooms yeah right <laughs> never, they'll never sell you a line of coke <laughs> um, that was a joke that was a joke guys come on yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see what else uh, 90% of social media users are aged 18 to 29 there's no surprise there no surprise no, no. surprise no because once okay you're, once you're young enough well if you're when you're young you don't really feed into the bullshit. You still got a soccer game going on here, a tennis game going on here, or whatever. You got to go chill with your friends. And then you become older, so you become a little bit more independent. You get into your teens, your 20s, 29s, whatever. Now you're so into the social media because now you're into what that guy thinks and into what that girl wears and whatever. You get my point. And then you, you grow out of it. Then you're like, okay, fuck this shit. Like, give me a break. Like, you want a break from social media because it makes you sick as you get older. You get into your 30s and you're just sick of the social media. You don't care what other people are doing because now you've realized that to make yourself happy, it's on you. You can't rely on, on what somebody's doing or because there's always somebody out there that has more than you. So looking at social media, you're always going to look at the person who has more than you. You're not going to look at the person who has less. So you'll always be depressed no matter what. Jesus. <laughs> but um, I, you also have to think of that, the fact that, I mean, because we're around that age demographic as well. Um, we grew up with it. Social media was gigantic. I mean, you had MySpace yeah, before MSN. us. Uh, yeah, we had it. We grew up with MSN <laughs> yeah. and uh, Facebook, right? MSN, you read on your fucking profile. You could say what you're doing at that time. Like, I'm, exactly. I'm taking a shit. Mike McHale. Like, and then it'll say too. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't been active in this many minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he taking shit for sure. Shit, yeah, he yeah, must have <laughs> bad shit. Goddamn. <laughs> um, so exactly, we're the age range that grew up with the social media. I mean, my father. I think my my father doesn't even have 
any social media platform. I think my mother just does just to connect with relatives. Yeah, yeah that's what the older generation does. All, all of them. Like so, so <laughs> my 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 parents too. My mom has social media just to connect. Yeah. Other way out. That's that's the only thing they use it for. They don't go up looking for shit. They don't look for shit. They they also don't. Uh, they don't know how to. That's the problem. Unless, unless they would, because everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. does. And even if they're unless they're business oriented, they would probably use it for business too. That's right? true. Yeah, you, you um, got that LinkedIn going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. easy, okay. easy. Uh, even on uh, Instagram or Facebook. I yeah. mean, hey, we got Angeloni guitars on Instagram, oh, right? Yeah. We got. Oh, yeah. we you got guys gotta get. You guys gotta get on that. <laughs> Great guitars, man. Let me tell you, I'm a musician myself. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, well, talking about businesses, they're predicting that by the end of the, by 2022, there will be 49 billion dollars worth of ad spending on social media. You see that they got they got 49 billion dollars worth of ad. Like yep. that could solve a lot of problems. Yeah, that could. Yeah, absolutely easy. Instead, it's creating problems. <laughs> so they could sell you the solution and make 100 billion next year. Crazy. Jeez. That's nuts. That's absolutely nuts. Um, yeah, I, like there's so many good things that can come out of social that do come out of social media. Um, imagine, imagine they just solve problems. So they just come in and be like, you know what? We're gonna end world hunger. Wow, like that's a corporation. Like, yeah. if a yeah. corporation came out like that and said, "Use my platform. We're gonna end world hunger, or we're gonna end whatever." They think there's a cure for cancer and we're going to find a cure for cancer. Wouldn't everybody just join that for good causes? The problem is everybody folds in the end. Like the, the whole media, pl- the platforms get sold out. Someone fucking buys into it and that's it. Well, yeah, you have to think about it that even if they wanted to do that, you have to get all of the major owners to agree on that. And you're telling me that billionaires are going to agree to spend a lot of their money and potentially even collapse the site that social media platform collapse it completely just to try to solve world hunger no absolutely they would never do it because but if we didn't join theirs but we just joined the ones that actually solve problems yep at least we get some problems solved now some i mean obviously they're not going to give all the money or it's like a, it's like a charity you, you give into like the fucking your local lcbo charity and she's like to me, um, do you want to donate? Well, no, I don't want to fucking donate to your tax refund. And then even <laughs> and even that donation, you think anything is going to the people? Maybe maybe they'll get one percent of your donation. That's reasonable, if they're lucky. And uh, that's all it is. But wait a second, you're telling me that you think that what majority of businesses? But if I if I said the majority of businesses that run charities, yes, that you think they're just scams. One hundred percent. Okay. I don't think I, I know. This is a fact. <laughs> this is a fact. They, but like, that is why, okay, the whole idea that it exists, their tax exemption when they do charities, is because it helps them cut administration fees for those charities so they don't have to dip into the charities. Come again? What? So they're tax exempt. It means they're not going to be charged taxes for whatever X amount of dollars or yeah, however see, they apply. If they get a tax exemption for a charity that's actually going towards yeah. the, the situation, that makes sense. But the problem is it's not going towards the situation. Let's say I'm Walmart, right? Yes. And I'll create something called We Charity, and I, I'm the owner of We Charity. Yeah. I'm donating to my own company who donates 1%, but keeps the rest of the money, and I get a tax exemption. Does, it makes well, that's why they're- your world a better place as Walmart. Yeah, no, exactly. But if you have the proper oversight for that regulation. Then yeah, if it was done properly, maybe, hey, I'd say, yeah, LCBO, I'll donate the dollar so you can get your tax refund. All right, so let's translate this over to our social media utopia, right? Social media site that has no censorship, no banning. Uh, businesses have to be very transparent, right? So then what you're saying, the same thing for business records perhaps transparency on where the, the money's going where the that. money's going especially if it's going to be charity and and, and even like when they're that. transparent on it and then some charities get caught like the what was it that we foundation or something with with trudeau that little scandal that he's got going on over there that is a really good point i actually haven't looked into it all that much they were supposed to build a certain amount of houses they only built like 50 or something like that 
And then Trudeau just subsided and said, um, fuck you guys, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and and uh, I don't know, he just gets away with it. Uh, you got obedient Canadians. million student grant program. Uh, WWE charity uh, is... Let's see. On June 25th, the federal government announced that We Charity would administer the Canada Student Service Grant, a $912 million program previously promised by you as part of a $9 billion in COVID-19 financial aid for post-secondary students. Oh, man, i got to take a look at that. Um, the program was to be a way of giving students who couldn't find summer jobs a chance to earn some money while volunteering in national service. Um... That's fascinating. That actually sounds pretty cool. Do you think it actually happened? <laughs> what, the whole scandal for sure? I think he had like his family members are fucking owning it or some shit like that. Involved in it for sure. Oh, well, yeah. Trudeau's family's close relationship with the organization. Of course. Why not? Um, let's see. Uh, Trudeau's wife, Sophie Gregoire Trudeau. Host a podcast for the group called We Well Being. Well, I mean, okay, you know, Prime Minister's wife. To it's not like she's actually the head. She's a podcast thing. Uh, our local producer AKS13 is telling us that he that she got paid though. That she got paid to volunteer. Okay, that might be a little bit fucked. Um, I mean, I really don't know what the fuck went on. Do, do we know what you got paid to volunteer? That, that's quite interesting. <laughs> How much you got paid? To volunteer in a charity, by the uh, way. Trudeau's mother, Margaret, was paid approximately $250,000 for speaking at 28 events. That's, that's not a bad payout. I mean, that is not a bad thing, right? Nobody ever came to me and said, hey, Mike, can you speak on uh, some of our uh, foundations and uh, we can give you $250,000. i will take that offer any day. So, Justin Trudeau, if you're hearing me, <laughs> your next scandal, can I be a part of it? Uh, now, the, uh, for another big controversy about this is that they had announced that it had laid off hundreds of contract workers. So even though they got all this money, they also laid off a bunch of people. Charity laid off 450 workers while giving 15 others full-time positions. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. That's really kind of weird. Uh, it has decided to refocus on its mission by concentrating on international aid. It said it would cancel WDE Day events going forward, reflecting the reality of COVID-19. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Um... Probably has abandoned the grant program. And the funds are just sort of sitting there. They're not sitting there. They're gone. Well, the NDP is urging the government to redirect the $912 million earmarked for the program to help cash-strapped students pay for tuition. That would ease my soul. Good old NDP. Yeah, NDP. Oh, yeah, well, anyways, anyways. NDP has a lot of fucking unreasonable fucking solutions. Hey, they got solutions, to say the least. But anyways... Um, at the end of the day, I mean, that's just fucked. That's, that's fucked up. I hate when they shit like that happens. That is, there's no government oversight for that at all. That's no, just no. pure fuckery. No, the, our own prime minister is setting it up. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about us having fucking anything. <laughs> and then it just subsides. They're like, ah, it's not the time to talk about it. That reminds me of, uh, like Trump did that $300 million thing. Right in Puerto Rico, Trump, Puerto Rico, uh, electrical, three hundred mil. They all, they all have power to it. I mean, yeah, the electrical. Why wouldn't they take it? Whitefish huh. Energy. It had like only a few workers, but it was given a grant of like three hundred million dollars to take care of like energy, not grant, actual money to take care of Montana-based company with only two full-time employees. <laughs> <laughs> they're making a lot of money yeah it's three billion in employee I don't know where they're getting them from yeah, too funny um I don't know you got anything else to say on social media Mike um it's great and 
I think we're waiting on this Web 3.0. There's this new um, internet. Oh, is there? They, yeah. they want to create. I don't, know, I don't know. Let's see. Web 3.0. Yeah. Fucks Web 3.0. It's like this. It's just a new platform. Basically, uh, instead of .com, it'll be like .e3 or, or some shit like that. Uh, internet in which people operate on decentralized, quasi-anonymous platforms rather than depend on tech giants. Oh, I see what you mean. This is actually something that I have written down here. Uh, the future of social media is moving into a more decentralized model that could be based on uh, blockchain and open source tech. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's exactly it. Pushing it towards a way in which um, people are not dependent on these big companies that information on there can be easily tracked, but not just by one group, that everybody has access to it. Yeah. And just gives people... Transparency, it's not... Exactly. It's, it's open transparency. And then if you do want yourself to be, you have your own profile to be a different person online, you have full autonomy over that. You have full control over that. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, We'll just uh, end it off with saying, uh, st start. Uh, what do you mean? Start end it off? We're not ending anything off. Wait, wait one sec. I got a couple other ideas. Start, start investing, kids. Start investing. Start investing. Um, I mean, the shopping and selling of brands. You know, you know, how there's ads right now. Well, if you're moving towards a more decentralized model, that means that almost any business you can actually just easily buy from right then and there, rather than going to their site, the social media. The decentralized social media site has access for you just to buy something from a company right then and there. Yeah. I mean, you just use your digital wallet. You can just straight. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. I like, I like the whole concept of it. I agree with it. Uh, I, I'm invested in it. <laughs> I'm invested. <laughs> uh, there'll be more nuanced advertisements. That's the other thing is that they could be more tailored to you. Like, there already are pretty tailored yeah. to us, but it could get even further. <laughs> Nothing to say about that. <laughs> You'll never get away from that at the end of the day. Uh, and then the other thing is uh, collective memory. I mean, like, look, at the end of the day, it's what I was talking about before with the Library of Alexandria. There's tons of shit that we know. We have collective memory as a species. But every once in a while, that shift changes. And if we do go into Web 3.0 and we start becoming more fully immersed in social media, we could start changing the way that we know things even from 100 years ago. Absolutely. Everything can be changed. I mean, anybody can go online and write a scripture about what happened in 1912, even if it didn't happen. Sure. Yeah. So what? Even the stories we were told, how do you know if they're true? Well, there are elements of truth to them. You just have to understand that there's the human element. Yeah, to and you got to understand that there's a winning side. The winning side is always going to tell their story. The other side didn't make it. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, I, I think we talked to death about social media, but uh, we do have some questions you know we got great fans out there we love you all Absolutely. you guys are the best uh and we love when you send us questions so of course send them through um the, our first question comes from jonah crenshaw from Kelowna, bc he asks uh how do i make sure my kids aren't talking to weirdos or creeps online that's a weird question. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard one to tackle. That's like, actually an incredibly hard question. It's a very open web. I mean, maybe teach the kid before you can access the web. Don't don't give them access until you tell them, hey, like, you can't be talking to anybody on the internet. Make sure you know the person. Um, you just, I don't know, the precautions on it are very limited. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just the shitty part of the, the web. It's It's... The, the bad part that we were talking about before this is the bad part you just gotta teach your kids that's a really good point I mean you think about it we weren't educated on the web we had to learn ourselves yeah no we've probably been scammed on the web we've been hacked on the web we trust people that we shouldn't but that's 
the learning process. This is how we grow. We make mistakes so we can learn from the mistakes. If you haven't mistake, made a mistake in your life, then you ain't growing. <laughs> and you got to make sure the kid's growing and make sure he doesn't get into that that one very bad situation that'll just alter his life in a very bad way. Just try to, nothing you can do about it. You just got to... Yeah, you just get up and go again. Get away from it. That's it. Uh, excellent. All right. Um, Serena Bacara asks, from uh, San Paulo, Sao Paulo, Brazil, uh, asks, My husband passed away last month. Should I continue posting for him on his Facebook account? That's, that's disturbing. <laughs> what do you mean, should I keep posting for him? I think you should just... Leave it at like a rest in peace phase. And we're sorry to hear about your husband dying, by the way. Yeah. Um, that's tragic shit. Um, but no, you shouldn't keep posting for him. I mean, I, I can't say, but it's a very awkward question. I'm, once again, I'm no, I'm like, we mean all uh, like love and respect. I mean, it's like funny. making a, a two o'clock account and just saying, hey, hey guys, like, I'm back. Or something yeah, but like wait that. a second. They did the hologram of Tupac. The hologram. What do you mean? Like the. Remember the concert? They did a hologram version of Tupac. I have no idea <laughs> that actually happened. You don't remember this? No, I do not know that this even happened. I'm pretty That's, sure it was Tupac. They did a hologram of. That's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Maybe they miss him that much. That's exactly it. Well, maybe. We don't, we don't know your grandfather though, or, or who was it? It's her husband. Oh, sorry. We don't, it's not a worldwide, I guess, musicianist or something like that. But. <laughs> <laughs> it's still wrong on the Tupac part. I mean, we shouldn't, <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing about this. I mean, no. Fuck. Once again, so sorry, Serena, but yeah. honestly, uh, it, no, just stop. <laughs> of course, you miss him. Of course, uh, it's just you're right. It, it's not. It's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> we're gonna move on from that question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Darkon Woodley of uh, St. Andrews, New Brunswick asks, Hey Mike, I keep getting flagged every damn time I start trying to tell people the truth about Novid and the no facts vax. Where should I go? Where should you go? Um It looks like the like it looks like big farmers won over people, too many people online, trying to fight it. It just seems hopeless at this point. I mean, people gotta come together. There's a lot of people that are together and they're against it. And I get that. They're censoring us. I mean, us as in, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you, buddy. You and, and you're, Hopefully, yeah. Web 3.0, this is what I'm banking on, will solve this issue. That's the first thing that um, I want to say. There's, I'm not sure if Trump created his own platform or something like that. I think he did. Let's just look into that quickly. Yep. Please, George. Um, I think you can base your opinions there, but... The issue with that platform too is it's going to be a one-sided platform again so you're stuck between that it's not censored but everybody there agrees with you anyway so who are you fighting kind of thing right um not much more on that i say uh trump ha is attempting to open one uh and uh I mean, that's all I'm sort of getting right now. He's Yeah, he's creating a new social media. He's attempting to launch a new social media uh, platform, I think, called Truth Social. Um, and, yeah, well, that's fascinating. It's, it's the, just the issue with it is that everybody's going to be that Trump supporter or that person that thinks that way. And then you just got a group of people that just agree with each other, and you're not solving anything because... You guys all agree. That's why you signed up in the first place. It's kind of pointless. But again, maybe there's there's a point to it. Maybe to, to rally up the army, right? And you, yeah, if you if you truly believe that there is a great injustice has been done, yeah, of course, that's that pressure will create a diamond. Um, you know, when enough people feel like they're they are not. You know, able to live the lives that they want to live, then they will lash out in a way that is either productive or destructive. Yeah, I mean, and greatness uh, comes in numbers. Greatness comes in numbers. Mm -hmm. That's why we go to football games. There's an atmosphere that you'll never feel anywhere else. Nope, that's very true. You got uh, seventy thousand people or some shit, some miraculous number 
and one stadium chanting something. Greatness. Yeah, absolute greatness. All right, well, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, once again, love you guys as fans. You guys send in great questions. Love it. And, uh, well, have a good one. See you soon. Have a good one, guys. See you soon.